Bones are amazing things. They hold us up. They support us. They make us strong. But bones have other uses. In the past, bones were thrown by diviners, seeking out the mysteries of the future. Now the bones are cubes, made of plastic or resin, but they still reveal things to us as they fall from our fingers and rattle across the table. The story becomes clear. Welcome to Bone Thrower's Theater, an RPG actual play podcast. Welcome back to Bone Thrower's Theater. My name is Jeff, and I am playing Demetrius Norden. And my name is Mike, and I'm playing Valentine Montecute. And my name is Jeremy, and I'm playing Grayson Digby. Howdy, I'm Johnny. I'm playing Byram Michael. And I'm Jordan. I'm the GM, and today we are introducing a new member of the party. My name is Aaron, and I am pray- playing Brother Benedict. Who probably will be doing a lot of praying. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We'll need it. Yes, we'll need So Aaron is a friend of mine. Uh, we've known each other for a few months now. We've just, we were uh, actually... Uh, sharing a weekend retreat out in the, the woods of eastern Mar- Western Maryland. And I somehow brought up that I had been playing in role-playing groups, and he was interested, and so I invited him along. Aaron, you've mostly played Dungeons & Dragons before, if I remember correctly. Yes, that's correct. Yeah, so uh, were you playing like 5th edition, 4th edition? Mostly 4th. Mostly 4th. We did one round of 5th. 5th is... A lot more player friendly in my yes, mind. Yes. I enjoy it a you lot. You don't have to know the rules as in depth <laughs> to play fifth. Yeah. Right. Yeah, they fourth edition definitely it's there's a lot of fun about fourth edition, but it's almost like board game rules in a lot of ways. Yeah. yeah. So uh Brother Benedict is a new character. Tell us a little bit about him. So if I remember correctly, Brother Benedict was actually raised by a hermit. Yes. After he had run away from the family farm. That is correct. Um, <laughs> Brother Benedict was a young lad running away from the farm from uh, what he felt was an abusive family and uh, was rescued by a friendly gentleman who uh, took him and raised him in the monk- monkish ways, mm-hmm. taught him how to read, how to study, as well as uh, fighting with fisticuffs and staff. Mm-hmm. Until Yay. until the gentleman died of natural causes, very peacefully in his sleep. In which case, I buried him and left. Yeah, and if I remember correctly, he rescued you from like a, a boar attack. Yes, uh, a wild boar. I was I was starving, yeah. had no food, and we we actually feasted on the boar, nice. which was great because again, I was hungry. Revenge is a, de- a dish best served roasted. Yes, this is true. <laughs> <laughs> roasted revenge. <laughs> and, and with a little bit of garlic. Yeah. <laughs> Garlic's always good. So, and then when he passed away, you went into Denium and actually saved a, a lord from a, a highway bandit, if I remember correctly. Yes, on my way in. Um, I had no idea who this guy was. Um, was on my way in, got accidentally caught up in a highway robbery, saved this gentleman, this, uh, this lord, who then recommended my services to the crown. All right, pretty good. So when we last left off, I, and I'm going to just go ahead and read my previously blurb that I had written up. It's going to be a little long, but it's been a while since we've been together. Uh, the party met the Crown's chief spy, Lord Dudley Walsham, at the Seven Stars Ale House. 
Lord Walsham told them of a mysterious set of gears that were stolen from a delivery cart bound for the horologist's guild. They go to the guild house to speak with Will Cooper, a witness to the attack who barely escaped with his life. Will tells them how the attack occurred. The party went to investigate the attack on the road north of Dinium. While there, they discover a Riemann prayer book and are then attacked on the road. Their attackers overpower them and they are taken to a dungeon. One of their captors, Cyril Beckett, recognizes Grayson and comes to gloat. He lets slip two important facts. First, they're in the house of Elias Dencham. Second, Dencham is in love with Queen Beth. After he leaves, the party are able to get the door off the hinges and escape the dungeons. They find themselves in an oddly deserted building. Once they go outside, they are attacked by a dog as they run for shelter in the forest. Valentine, in particular, has the worst time escaping from the dog. <laughs> They get away and are able to steal boats to escape Dencham House via the river. And so my thought is that you guys, you went your separate ways. You, you took care of some, some things on your own. And you've decided now to, to meet again and discuss what you're going to do in the, in, at, this, at this juncture. Uh, so we're going to go ahead and say that you guys are uh, meeting at Demetrius's shop. Demetrius, what does your shop look like? What's some of the defining features? Well, there's workbenches everywhere and uh -huh. uh, cogs and gears. I, we went through this description before. Mm -hmm. uh, basically an open warehouse sort of setting with benches along the walls. Okay. Do you have like a showroom or anything like that? Uh, yeah, there's there's a showroom at the, the front of the shop. A little blocked off area. It's like three walls, cubicle style, with a couple of clocks and other mechanical wonders. Ooh. Uh, basic little tools yeah now one thing that you you have mentioned previously was that your specialty was mantle clocks uh yes if i remember correctly so uh do you like have a lot of your really nice displays on the on the clock on the well, walls for those or uh there's like one or two pieces just for show but in, uh all the really nice pieces have been sold right 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 or work commissioned work yeah commissioned work uh, each bench has several small projects on it. Uh, there's like five or six benches in the warehouse. Okay. And each one has like a major work that they're working on and small little clocks or watches that each individual clockmaker is working on. And this is at your own shop. This is not your at personal. The oh, personal shop. shop. Yes, yeah, personal oh, shop. I thought we were yes. talking about the horologist guild. No, we're talking uh, about okay. your personal own personal shop. shop. Personal shop. There's only like two workbenches. Okay, it's I was lot, thinking it's you a had lot a smaller. Big <laughs> it's a lot smaller. Okay. Yeah, in the back there's my workbench that has a couple of different things on it and a, a clear table for designing. And is it like in a two-story building or is it? Oh uh, yeah. The, Shop on the bottom, housing on top. That's where I stay. Okay. And so your colleagues from Her Majesty's Secret Service are coming over. Do you like having people come over to your shop, or is it something that you find a little aggravating? Well, it's a shop, so I expect people to come Well, over. exactly. <laughs> like, you expect customers, but you don't expect people to come on secret business. Secret meetings. Secret meetings. Very secret. Yeah. Secret, secret. It's a little irritating because usually people dig through things, poke around, looking, like, trying to be ooh. like, ooh, what's this? What's that? 
messing with stuff, yeah. moving tools slightly, just irritating. <laughs> Does it bother you when I do this? And usually <laughs> just close the cases before people come over to visit. So when you get there, um, Byron, what is the uh, state of his chimney like? Oh. <laughs> while he's, yeah, while he's very meticulous with his clocks, he's also very cheap and doesn't like to have his chimney cleaned. Oh my god. It's like the one area that I don't really care because I don't see it. Out of sight, out of mind. Yes, but it's a fire hazard if you don't clean it. It also carbon monoxide It's clean once a year. By whom? I don't know. It's a cheap kid around the corner. I tell him to grab a stick and climb up there and clean it. No wonder it looks so bad. Yeah. Grayson, what's something that you notice when you arrive at the shop? Well, <clears throat> Grayson, when he comes in, walks in, and he's carrying a bag just over his shoulder, and immediately just walks right over to the fireplace, kicks off his shoes, throws them into the, the fireplace, pulls a brand new pair of shoes out, and puts them on. And he says, um... Are you going to light a fire anytime soon, please? I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there will be a fire if there isn't one already. All right. Very, very well. Those don't need to exist anymore. All right, then. <laughs> Burning leather ask. is going to smell horrible. <laughs> yeah. I won't ask. Just a bit horrible. It'll smell good for about five minutes. Oh, sure. And then it won't. Yeah. Valentine, what do you what's something that you notice when you arrive? Um, I definitely see it's a little unkempt. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna make a kind of a bit of a wise comment saying, I'm glad I uh, swooned the ladies and got my clothes nice and tailored before I came in here because that would go all out the window walking in this place. It's not unkempt. <laughs> it's well kept. Everything has its place. Everything has its place. Well There's no cobwebs. I forgot. In your universe no dust. This is well kempt. And so, at this point, I, you guys start talking about what you want to do, how you want to address the situation and, and everything that's going on. So, if you want to go ahead and, and throw around some ideas that you might have had or, uh, like, thoughts about where you, how you should continue on with your investigation. Well, we should contact the Lord. <laughs> and get some uh, strength help. Well... That might not be a bad idea. Only if we plan on doing a assault on the. Well, no, we have we have quite a bit of leverage right now. We've got That's true. some good information. Yes. Um, we need to prioritize that information and use it to our benefit. How would you get, how would you prioritize the information, Grayson? Well, we would want to keep the most beneficial for us for last. So, right now, we have two bits of information that are very important. The Dincham House is severely involved. Involved, and they are practicing not the sanctioned religion. Yes. That is number one. Okay. <laughs> that seems like a big thing, but even bigger is Lord Dincham has a thing for the Queen. Agreed. Mm. If we can hold that that bit of information for the most opportune time. I, I agree with that. Yes. We we Keep that in reserve. However, the uh, practicing of religions on this estate should come to the attention of the authorities, I believe. If nothing else, it could uh, give us a way to, and to inspect other circumstances on the property, I would say. Well, you got to remember, we are, we are supposed to be doing this 
quickly and covertly. So if we ourselves bring in the authorities, then we've just I'm our saying, usefulness is I'm not out the window. We bring in the authorities. I'm saying we help with the investigation. You are the investigation. We are in the investigation. No, I'm saying at this point. the official investigation when the authorities are brought in. Therefore, they have no reason to evict us from the property. Except that none of us are sanctioned to be there. Well, that's not an issue. The Lord can take care of that. Hey, I don't want my name wrapped up in official business with this. Me either. Do we have to have Likewise. official names? I mean, I've got plenty of unofficial names. Exactly. <laughs> but I only have one official face. <laughs> which has already been recognized once. I can take care of that. You forget. I love the theater. I know all the ins and outs. Gosh, being a makeup. You also have a trained actor here. Yes, sir. So if we ever need to go into... All right, yeah, so let's send him in. (laughs) I I was born for this. (laughs) So I believe the next move is to go to the Seven Stars. Well, hold on. We know that the Dencham House is involved in missing gears, but do we know that they're the ones that obtained the missing gears? Well, they did take us captive when we were investigating the scene of the crime. That doesn't necessarily mean they took it. It could mean that they were after it and came too late. As well, I suspect that they probably did take it. They did take it. still have it? They did take it. Because remember, we found a book. And they obviously were coming to retrieve that That's book. Right. Yes. Why else would they have come back? They weren't expecting us, certainly. Like they so. weren't expecting them either. No. Unfortunately. <laughs> We would have been a little bit more prepared were we expecting them. Who are they selling them to? Or are they keeping them in-house? Do you know of any uh, manufacturers working for House Dinchum? That might be a knowledge rule. That would be under wit, right? Yes. Hey, look, you didn't roll a one. (laughs) Close. (laughs) Close is not a one. Yeah. Twelve... You don't know that much about Dincham House. It seems like they've mostly worked on shipping and exporting, importing. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks like the Dinchams actually might have... His father actually left the country about 15 years ago to, to work in the colonies. You know that they keep lines of uh, information open with the colonies across the sea, but you don't know of any actual manufacturing they they seem to be more importing exporting agricultural information uh like plants skins that kind of mm-hmm. stuff more than than it's more uh, about goods than more goods than than mechanical yeah. work so if they are branching into mechanical work then that is a new thing for dencham house it, it is possible people build their portfolios all the time but it's not something that you've heard any news of of course that's something that you could always investigate if you yeah want. i could ask around my associates to well figure it out if you remember i do know someone that is in their services this is true however that's going to require a little bit more greasing if you know what i mean mm. i need more dirt on cyril because I've already used what I have to try and get our items back. Well, thank you for that, by the way. Trying to Which get our... we need to go to Seven Stars anyway to see if yes. yeah, that delivery has been made. By the way, are you guys are still injured, if I'm not mistaken? 
Or no, we were you, we were healed. healed. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. just was we went to the underground apothecary. Yeah. yeah, cool. So you decided to go to the Seven Stars Ale House, which it, it's not at its peak in terms of business at this point. It's still early morning. You guys are are meeting back uh, a few days after your original assessment. You know, enough time to to heal up, to work a few days in your normal job, so that it doesn't seem like you're out of place you know what i mean and so now you're you're able to go back and uh continue but the seven stars ale house is not at its most crowded um there there's not really a tavern or like a, a an inn associated with it it's only a drinking establishment um so you do see some people who are there getting breakfast and uh, you know rashers of bacon bread some people are having porridge uh eggs that kind of thing for breakfast um but not a lot of people are there uh, for fortification and enjoyment, as we shall say. But you do find that Lord Walsham is there. He comes at, a, at fairly regular intervals to talk to different agents and different people who are working different plots and machinations, as we shall say. Uh, and uh, you do see him sitting there with someone in a monk's robe. And he seems to be talking animated, animatedly with, with this individual. If you want, you can go ahead and, and uh, go up to him and, and see if he's available. Or... Well, Grayson would head straight to the bar. Straight to the bar. Straight to the bar and sort of just wait on the, the bartender to acknowledge his presence. I mean, he's going to stand back from the bar, not like he's there as a, a, a customer, but just standing, just waiting for the bartender to acknowledge him. So we're sort of just looking around like he's... The bartender is standing. He's obviously there. waiting for something. He's not. You want a drink? Uh, no, no, sir. My 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 master has sent me here to try and retrieve something that should have been left for him here. I believe you're supposed to have a package for Oliver Ryan Jameson. Go ahead and make me a charm roll. Ooh, charm. Uh, just straight charm. Straight charm. Okay. Fourteen. Let me look in the back for you. I think there might be something in the storeroom. And so he puts down the cup that he was working with and drops his rag onto the onto the table, uh, the, to the bar, and goes back to the storeroom. He comes back a few moments later and he sets down this heavy bundle. This has the name on it, I believe. Oh, thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. And he re- grabs the bag, goes in there, and he finds a big purse of coins, and he looks and he's like, Thank you very much. The Seven Stars definitely thanks you for its patronage. All right. I will relay that message to my master. Now, is there anything else that you want, or...? No, sir. I am retrieving another message here, and then I'll be on my way. Fine, then. Off you go. While he was doing that, I went over and stood out of hearing distance, but within eyesight of Lord Washam. Okay. He sees you, and um, he actually raises a hand and and signals for you to come over. I'm right behind him, so okay. walk over to the table. And I'm assuming you're with them as yes. well? Yes. All right, cool. My good lord. Well, it's, it is good to see you all. Uh, what is your news? Um, <clears throat> and I look at the uh, gentleman <laughs> in the robe. I will decide who can hear the information that you have. What is your news? Very well, sir. My lord, uh, we have found that 
Lord Dinchon is involved in this plot. He's a member of the court. I understand, sir. However, when we were investigating the incident site, we were attacked and abducted. Abducted, you say? Yes, sir. But you're here now. Uh, we managed to escape. That's what you hired us for, is our skills. I hired you to find information out, not to blunder into a trap. Huh. They weren't expecting us to be there like we were not expecting them. They happened to uh, come up on us from the woods. So you're saying that a roving band of marauders came upon you from no, the woods? not marauders. They were there to retrieve something that they had lost. More like, shall we say, priests? You were beaten up by priests? No. Archers. Archers are the one took us down. Uh. However, we say priests because of the uh, item they came to retrieve happened to be a book. What kind of book? It was a prayer book, I would say. Yes, from the Church of Remus. So you're saying that there was a Reman prayer book on the road? Just off the road at the location of the incident, yes. Then how does that tie to Lord Dinchon? Well, as I said, we were abducted. And as we found our escape, we happened to be on the Dunchum estate. So you're telling me that a bunch of holy men assaulted you on the road and... Well, I wouldn't say holy, but... Grayson walks back over and it's like, Brother, what do you think of this accusation? I think that to be bested by priests is a little sad priests. for your... I use the term priests. What priests? They're carrying prayer books. They're not they martial were artists. They were retrieving a prayer book. Fair enough. Not priests. They are servants sent to acquire items. They can't be that skilled in the art of war. They weren't that skilled. Skilled enough to win. We were outnumbered. Significantly. We did pretty well considering <laughs> our disadvantages. Oh boy. Grayson shakes his head, just like... So, just to make sure that I understand what you're telling me. Individuals who may or may not have been religious in order attacked you as you were at the site. Correct. And you were taken back as prisoners to Dincham House. Correct. They were Dincham's men. They were, they were Dincham's men. They were they not... They were Dincham's men. All right, well, that clears that up. They were... They were there to retrieve a book for Dincham. And also, while we were there, they were conducting a mass. Oh, on the Dencham property. On the road? Oh, oh, on no, the Dencham estate. estate. On the estate. On the estate. Okay. They were All right. well, conducting things, a mass. Things are becoming a little bit more clear now. So you're saying that one of the high, the members of the high court has been conducting Riemann masses on his estate. Correct, sir. And that this individual... Is somehow tied into the to the gears that were stolen. That's the best somehow, we can yes. surmise at this point, as in we found their prayer book at the site of the crime. Do you have this prayer book with you still? I look at Grayson. Was that amongst the things that we retrieved back with our stuff? I would doubt it. I mean, that's what they came back I know. for, <laughs> and they would I'm have taken. My lord, you trust these men knew what they were reading. In this prayer book? I, it was in a language I could not understand. He apparently figured out I it was... I could not read all of it, but I know enough of it to recognize what it was. I would be curious to see this prayer book. 
if I could get my hands on it. Well, that suits our purposes quite well, Brother Benedict, because I was going to ask you to join them anyway. I would be willing to. They look like they could use some help. Well, we could all use the help of our Lord and Savior. Amen. Demetrius is just narrowing his eyes at Brother Benedict, just like, that was very uncouth of you. (laughs) Grayson pipes up and says, I agree. They could could use your help. (laughs) I'm just going to look, I'm like, well, we're really a ragtag group, so why not add another and just make it even more ragtag? (laughs) Well, what you say is grave news. And we're going to find out the rest of what he has to say right after this. Taylor, how would you describe our show? It's like a D&D podcast, but we don't play D&D. Yup. It's set in space with six different races. That all consider themselves human. Even though some are water-breathing frog people. And some are massive brutish nerds with face ridges. Some are just big assholes. (laughs) Jeff is the guy in charge. I am the lore master. It's set in the future. Actually, it's a different fantasy universe. Okay, and we roll dice. It's called Shattered Worlds RPG, and you're all invited. Shattered Shattered Worlds. Grave news indeed. I cannot take this to the crown with this kind of consequences to the royal court. This is something that could shatter the, the kingdom. This could cause civil war. You do realize that blaming someone that is as high as Dinsham in the Queen's favor could cause a significant backlash. So we cannot bring anything to the Crown without verifying. I will need you to trail Dinsham, learn his daily activities, find out where he goes, who he meets, what he does on a daily basis to ensure that what you are telling me is in fact the truth and not just some wild supposition that you came up with because you wound up on someone's property because someone is using his land for their own gain, which is entirely a possibility. I will say the, the mass was attended by everyone on the yes. estate. I was about to mention Do you know Dinsham was on that estate at that time? I, I did mean, not visually see him myself. All of the servants, all of the guards, the, the guards, everyone. All of the house help. Which is why we were able to make our escape as easily as we did. We even saw some of the family members there. Really? Like sons, daughters, his wife? I don't know that they're personal, but it was more than just the, the, the hired help. So what you're telling me is that you know that something is wrong, and it is more than the hired help. Yes. But you can't tell me for a fact that a member of the royal court is planning treason. It would be my assessment that if a member of the royal court has this much going on within his house that he is not aware of, that's a problem in and of itself as well. Wouldn't you think, sir? There is a matter of his house, and then there is the matter of the crown. What I'm concerned about is the crown. So, if there is an issue within his home, yes, that will be dealt with. But, we have to find out first if we can actually blame the man at the top. What I was saying, the issue with his home and his relation being so close to the crown is a problem. 
regardless of what we were sent to investigate in the first place, what we witnessed on his estate is troubling. Is pointing out. Yes, and that is troubling. Yes. If there is actually a Riemann mass happening at his house, that is disturbing news. And it will be looked into. But first, we have to determine if that is actually something that is coming from him himself or from some other source. Is he being misled? Is he? Is there someone who is bringing something into his house that he does not know the full intent? He, he might be thinking that he is engaging in orthodox practice when, in fact, he has been duped and misled and brought into the heterodox. And Brother Benedict here will be able to help us assess that situation. Yes, I have studied religion in depth. I will definitely keep an eye out for artifacts, even, of the Riemann Church. But, for the time being... As we continue looking into what is going on in his household, we have to establish what he is doing in and of himself. I agree, sir. We just want to bring what we knew thus far to your attention. And I appreciate that. All right. Orders. You have them. Any further questions? Can I have breakfast? (laughs) It's sitting right there. That's mine? Can I have yours, too? (sighs) Barman, bring him... Whatever it is he wants to eat. All of it, please. I want to know. <laughs> that would be three gu- guineas worth of food. Is this a problem? You have three guineas to pay for? How much are you paying me? <laughs> patriotism. <laughs> and how much can patriotism buy me? Just about as much as faith can. So the world. <laughs> <laughs> If that is what you believe, believe, then that is what you will get. Fair enough. But it will be in your own heart. Fine, I'll settle with my breakfast. (laughs) And he goes ahead and starts tucking in. Anybody else want breakfast? I'll leave it on the house. (laughs) (laughs) Someone else is buying. All right, well... Lord Walsham puts his hands on the table and pushes himself up. I will leave this in your hands, but I expect a full report within the week. Absolutely. Understood, sir. Be sure that you do not come here with suppositions. I want full information. Understood? Understood. Walsham sweeps his cloak around him, pulls up his hood against the the chill, and uh, says, Good day to you, then. Good day, my lord. Exits. <laughs> you pray to your lord with that mouth? Only all I got. So, we need to bring up some dirt on my acquaintance, Cyril. Well, one way we can find out if Dencham actually is involved in these masses is finding out when the masses are and whether he attends them. Based on timing of when he is missing from public sight and when he is in public sight and what time we know the Mass was when we were there. This will give us significant clues whether he's been attending regularly or not. Sounds logical. Timing's everything. Ching ching! (laughs) (laughs) For those of you at home, Jeff just used his, uh, his catchphrase. 
So, earned himself a hero point. You know roughly what time it was when the mass was? I mean, you I had been out for several hours and you know, escaping the. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, I, by I, the, yeah. the light of the day. I could estimate we, what time We're saying roughly what time of day. You, you knew it was in the afternoon. The afternoon? Yeah. I would have been able to figure yeah. it out. Does the Riemann Church Close hold to. mass at specific times every day? Well, it, just in general, masses are typically held on feast days um, and also holy days. So do we have a feast day coming up here shortly? This go, week? Go ahead and roll me. today? Go ahead and roll me the dice. So my religion? That's correct. Nine. That That's ten. ten. I can't count. <laughs> so you just got the target number. You know that there is going to be a feast day coming up. What feast day do you know that the that the Raymond Church is going to be having? This is the part where Aaron gets to make things up. Oh, well, that's exciting. I was like, no, I don't know. I'm asking you. Um, See, just to explain my GMing style, I don't know anything. Okay. <laughs> He's Deal. making it up. He learned it from go. me. Deal. Uh, I have a piece of paper here, but that's just to fool you to think that I know what's going on. Thankfully, thankfully he doesn't follow Johnny's laws of physics. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> okay, so it's winter. It is early winter, right? Because it's still cold. Yes. Um... So we're talking January, February. So this is this gives you a lot of opportunity right now because you can make up uh, a, a holiday out of whole cloth. You get to name a saint if you want to. You get to choose what is happening during that feast and why it is being celebrated. You've got a lot to work with here. I'm thinking we can kind of Saint Valentine's Day. Oh, really? <laughs> it is a celebration of love, namely the love of the Lord. Of course, but it is celebrated as each person sees fit. Now, is this just a Raymond holiday, or is it? <laughs> you have to remember that the Church of the Angels, right. the Angelian yeah. Church, is basically the Raymond Church plus the divorce of one man. Yeah. Oh, so, I, I understand that, but throughout history, we have seen that religions tend to change. Well, the Anglican Church still celebrates most of the same masses yes. and feasts right. as the as the Catholic Church. So yes, St. Valentine's. St. Valentine's. It is a celebration of the love of our Lord. There are certain observances, such as early rising, first thing in the morning, for a reciprocal expression of love to the Lord, as well as a feast in the evening okay. as a thanks. So we're going to go ahead and say that that feast day is five days away. It's close, but you guys are not going to be able to use it to deter to like make any kind of determinations about what's going on with his religious status. Not before the end of the week, which is correct. Would a church have preparations leading up to? Likely, the the feast is extravagant in, in some practices. A lot of food. Oh, food. <laughs> if they're having it, can we attend? If we work our way in, if we... oh, I'm I'm sorry. Food, yes. Um, <laughs> lots of food will be there. So yes, yes, there will be preparations. Okay, that was the question. We may have somebody that we may be able to uh, strong arm into giving us some information about the preparations that might happen. I'm not so sure you could strong arm anyone. 
You don't know me, sir. I deal in information. Oh, oh, persuade. You're going to persuade someone. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I see you are a very literal person. Yes, I am literally a person. Yes. Are we done here? I believe we are. So, what is your plan of attack at this point? Um, because you have been told to monitor what he is doing, yes. his day-to-day activities and everything like that. Um, and you're trying to figure out how to get in with with like the, the religious side of things. So, out of character. Yes. What Grayson will be trying to go for is to... I mean, we know someone who works on the estate. Unfortunately, they're not an ally. Yeah. No, That's why we need dirt on the person to well, sort of coerce them into... I was, I to say, do I know whom they employ for their chimney sweep? Go ahead and roll me your chimney sweep skill All right. to see if you know somebody who, who would be working. Nine? You've heard, you've heard rumors. There's this one braggart, Anselm. A-N-S-E-L-M, Anselm, I think that's how you say it, who always talks about how he gets a lot of aristocratic contracts, but you've seen the quality of his work. Yeah. Well, I know I do better work. Right. And you know that he spends a lot of his time waiting for contracts to come in. Chances are they don't know exactly who we are. Yeah. The only person who, would, who might know it's who you the, are is Cyril. Yeah. Unless he's... So yes. everybody, unless he's talking, he doesn't. Which, he doesn't necessarily know who I am. Even Rod. Uh, I'm writing secretly. Uh, I don't like this. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Grayson's gonna say, "Well, he probably Cyril, judging by the contents of this bag, probably has not talked since he gave in to oh, my request, which I cannot distribute these here." But elsewhere. Let us let us go back to a place where we can be in private. So you guys want to leave the the seven stars and go back to maybe your your yeah, workshop. I guess I have the the headquarters. A place to be. So, uh, brother Benedict, this is your first time seeing the shop. Okay. So, what do you think about it? Think think about it set up. It's different. Yeah. There's there's stuff. There's walls. My I've lived in a hut in the woods for so long. I I want to touch everything. <laughs> Do not touch anything. <laughs> Do not touch anything. But, but what's this? No. What about? No. No. I double check all the locks on all my stuff <laughs> and close the things that were left open. I'm putting things away. I go ahead and I turn around and I stand in the corner and kind of I don't know sourpuss face. The cuckoo clocks go off, and that one's always ten seconds late. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> On the way there, Grayson is going to uh, sort of look in the bag and find his fake coins and okay. take them out of the bag and just put them in his pocket. Jeremy, go ahead and roll me a die. On the table, please. Yes, four. Okay. So we get to the shop. Okay. Um, he's gonna put the bag on the table, sort of open it up, and then start saying, it's "Like, here are our items." Okay. So you hand out the. I uh, Grayson just takes his and then steps back and says, well, "I don't know what you guys had." So I quickly grab my items. Mm-hmm. 
So it was like them basically your, your gear and like your, yeah. your weapons and stuff yeah. like that. Do you have your staff with you, Brother Benedict? I do. Tell us what it looks like. It is about just under six foot tall. Okay. It is wood. It has hand wrappings on about my where you would put your hand. Where I put my yeah. hand, and it is lightly carved. What kind of design is on it? Scroll work. The scroll work. You you're glad to get your pistol back, Valentine? Oh yes. <laughs> kind of some trouble that. Uh oh. <laughs> that looks neat. What's that? That thing that you, in your hand. You don't want to touch that if you're unfamiliar with it. It can be quite dangerous. Oh. Did you say you're a priest, correct? Monk. Priests Monk. are... It, it may get you closer to seeing the <laughs> Lord, if handled improperly. Okay. <laughs> well, gentlemen, I think I may need to uh, go find Toad and go try to acquire a new contract. So you want to go ahead and try and acquire a contract with Dentrum House? Yes. Okay. Before I go over there, I want to you know, get a list of who my current clientele is, the high-ranking members that I have. Okay. And Mr. Valentine? Yes, sir. Uh, <clears throat> Clean up a bit We myself. may be able to work together to get Cyril to be getting us some information. First, we need dirt on him. I see. What plan do you have in mind? Since he may recognize you, a costume for yourself. Ah, in order. Yes, and I am a performer, and I can't really say no to a performance, so I'm already intrigued and probably going to be in on your idea. Uh, It's more of just a disguise so you can follow him to get dirt on him. So the plan, so far, I think the best would be, I mean, with the upcoming feast, celebration of love <laughs> to try and make a visit to the home of his sister in hopes to lure him out to just know his whereabouts did, did you say sister Lord, Lord Dinchum has a sister no Cyril Cyril has a sister can I meet Cyril's sister you see Grayson's face just go completely blank no speaking of sister you know she's cute or not that was my question. <laughs> well, what Forget you... <laughs> about the sister. Cyril is your task, sir. But his sister can be my reward. <laughs> and What's he removes, he, he pulls back his cloak and is like, so could be a bolt from this crossbow. Hmm. What was one of your beliefs? Love is for fools, but anyone can be in lust? <laughs> 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 All right. So we have Johnny wants to go ahead and make a contract with Dincham to clean their chimneys. And there's a lot of chimneys on oh, there's this a lot of chimneys. Yeah. And since I have a reputation of being the cleanest sweep in town. Mm-hmm. Uh, it sounds like Jeremy and Mike are going to go see Haley mm-hmm. to talk about Cyril. Demetrius, what do you want to do? Sounds like you need an apprentice. <laughs> <laughs> you were not touching it. <laughs> I don't know if it looks a little dirty. <laughs> He's your guy. <laughs> I'm not gonna allow that. Do you do you have anywhere you want to go? Do you want to try and track down Dinchim? Do you want to uh, maybe ma- try and make some contacts with people to find out about his exports and ports that kind of thing? Well, I'm pretty sure since he's a lord and has schedules to keep, he keeps clocks. Uh, would I know who has made clocks for him in the past? You might be able to find that out at the guild house. Uh, yeah. 
I'm going to go figure that out and go and do a repair run. All right. So we're splitting the party. I love it. Always fun for the GM. Oh, yeah. Brother Benedict, what would you <laughs> like to do, sir? Who are you going to take a long one? <laughs> or he can do his own he thing. He can do his own thing. I was thinking I would approach the local church to try to find anyone who is... Because obviously if they are practicing a Riemann mass, they have to have someone trained in churchology. And uh, <laughs> so try to find someone who's a little suspicious or off because they have to have a day job rather than just a secret. So you think that he might actually have someone who is an yes. Angelan priest coming <clears throat> in to do a Riemann service? Yes, someone who is secretly practicing the Angelan religion while secretly conducting the Riemann Mass. Okay. I'm just writing down our laundry list of things to do. How I can make your life miserable. I'm good at that, by the way. Yes. Yes. Very much so. <laughs> Tyrannosaurus bees. <laughs> oh, that was my favorite. Yeah, I'll tell you about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll explain that. We have three different, four different people. So let's see who will go first. We'll go ahead and go with you two. Grayson and Valentine. Grayson and Valentine. So, is this going to be... Are you going to go see Haley together, or are you going to send this... No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. What? The I'll, plan... I'll stay on points. No. The plan... I'll have a little fun in the midst of it all, but I'll stay on point. No. <laughs> The idea is to dress Valentine up in costume, and since Haley and Cyril both still live at home with their parents, to visit the, the house and hoping that Cyril would be there to witness Grayson coming to see Haley, which would cause a problem. And at that point, Valentine can just trail Cyril. At the beginning of the day, <laughs> so when... Cyril might be heading out and about to wherever he is employed. This guy's trying to put the moves on your lady. I know he is. You're waiting up dead. You're showing a lot of self-restraint. <laughs> I don't think that will last very long. <laughs> <laughs> I am making a, a track here. Three, three oh, boxes. Well, uh, three. I, as he keeps talking about Haley, uh, Grayson is feeling much more... At ease about giving away Valentine's bag of fake coins to the bartender. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right. uh, In his head, and he's like, that was a good choice. (laughs) (laughs) So we're going to set up a little challenge between the two of you, because this is going to be fun. Every time that he makes, if he tries to, like, charm Haley in any way or, or anything like that while you're with them, you're going to have to make an opposed roll, you know, to see if you maintain your cool. Okay. Three strikes, and you're out. Okay. And something might happen. Now, question. Yes. One of my magical skills is charm. Yes, it is. So, could I use that as my opposed roll? No, because you're trying to maintain your cool, so it'd be more like an emotional thing than you trying to charm Haley. Okay. So He's trying to charm Haley. He's trying trying to charm Haley. You're trying to remain... (laughs) Okay, but... Now, if you want to use that to if charm I Haley, charm Haley, and then at that point, I think that gives me what um, 
like plus whatever to persuasion. Yeah. I think it's plus five die to persuasion. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think. I don't, I, don't, I don't remember that off the top of my head. I think that's what it is. But if I were to charm Haley, I think Grayson would be able to know that, oh, I've got this. I don't need to worry about... Tar- target number 15 for charm. Yes, I got that down. Uh, this spell grants a 4D minus to all oh, charm skills. 4D. But still, four dice is yeah. humongous <laughs> bonus there. So yeah, if you cast Charm successfully, which with a 15 in your magic skill, you should be able to do okay. And with three hero points sitting right in front of me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so so here's, here's the challenge. He's not going to be too pissed off if you're trying to compete for her favor. Because he's a charming guy. He's a smooth operator. He knows what's going on. Am I correct, sir? Yes. So... He's not going to be phased by you trying to charm her, but if she if he puts the moves on her, then you're going to get a little hot under the collar. Okay. If you make three failed failed if he makes a charm roll, then you have to oppose it with wit. <laughs> if you fail the wit roll, we mark it off the box. After three times, then you guys might get into a fist fight or or some kind of altercation might happen between the two of you. A belt of fisticuffs among gentlemen. Exactly. Considering your your guys' uh, fairly low might skills. <laughs> might be stop it! Stop it! Stop it! Get away! This could be quite embarrassing for you. <laughs> this could be very entertaining. We might both be losing her at the end of this. Okay. You've left the shop at this point, and you're going to go ahead and go to Haley's uh, home. And that's the same house that she shares with her parents, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay, and Cyril, at, as last you knew, he was still living there as well. Yes. Okay, cool. So describe the house to me as you're approaching it. What, what does it look like? Um, is it uh, Does it stand out in any way? Does it have anything that really makes it distinctive in the neighborhood? No, it's not really. It's I mean, it's it's a common common house, so it's like jammed in a row of row of houses. It's not its own estate. Uh, it's about, got two stories. Looks like a balcony like rooftop area. So it looks like they're doing pretty well for themselves but it's it's definitely a middle class kind of dwelling. It's not yeah. It's not a hovel but it's not an estate. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Um, do you have any kind of disguise roles? I have streetwise, persuasions, Go ahead and make a performance roll for me. All right. 12, 18, 19 for your roll. So you're able to disguise yourself pretty easily. What do you want to disguise yourself as? Mm, very average commoner. You know, I don't really stick out too much. You know, just kind of blend in with the crowd. Okay. So you're wearing, like, common clothes and everything like that. Do you do you put on any fake wig and, like, beards or anything like um, that? Or spectacles? Yeah, I'll kind of like put on like a little face hair, kind of like dirty my face up a little bit, so I don't really show any noticeable features sticking out. Okay, sounds kind of put on some like just like a little ratted hood or something like that. Okay, uh, go ahead and roll me a single die. Okay, sounds good. And as we're walking up, Grayson's gonna say to Valentine's like, "Okay, um, here's my plan. There is their vendor at the street corner." Just hang out there. They always have people there, so it's a good way to blend in. I'm going to go up to the door and attempt to get Haley to come out. 
which in turn may bring Cyril out. At any point, if Cyril comes out, I might get punched in the face. <laughs> Do not be alarmed. It has happened many times before. If he does hit you in the face, that'll make you slightly less attractive to Haley. Hot pies. Get your hot but pies. But don't worry. <laughs> stay. Your, your job is to just stay inconspicuous, and then hopefully Cyril will be leaving soon after that and follow him for information. We want dirt on him. No, no worries. I'll get lots of dirt on Cyril. Have no fear. I'll get our job. All right. I'm trusting your skills, sir. I'll be your man. All right. So you go up to the door. <clears throat> he goes up to the door, knocks on the door, sort of stands back, reaches into his coat pocket, and then holds his hands behind his back. Okay. And the door opens, and it's Haley. Ah, Miss Beckett. Lovely to see you this morning. Listen, I don't know where you've been. Where? And she throws herself around you and pulls you into the house and slams the door. <laughs> As this is happening, Grayson's just, his eyes are wide open. It's like, in his mind, it's like, this has never happened before. <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> she she lets go of you and she's pacing back and forth through the through the common room downstairs and she like sits down at the table and she just puts her head in her hands and she's like, I don't know what we're I need help. What do you need help with? <laughs> Mother and father, they made a bad deal. They've been taken to debtor's prison. <laughs> and, and I have to raise the money. How much do they owe? 500 guineas. 500? 500 guineas. I don't know what I'm going to do. Well, You're the only one I can turn What about Cyril? I haven't seen him for months. He's moved out. Where has he moved to? He's not going to punch you. Why do you keep asking questions about him? <laughs> I need your help to figure out how I'm going to get my parents out of prison. This, this, I'm going I, to lose the house. I will. I will help. I just if Cyril might be able to help as well. He's he's gone off and become a lord. He says <laughs> there's no. Yeah, I've tried to ask him for help. Definitely do everything in my power to help out your family. It seems like Cyril needs to be reined in as well. Because as your brother, he should be the first one to help you. But I will fill in that place. Will you? Yes, I will. I feel so, so alone. There's no one to help me. The, the family business we've been... We've been struggling to even just make ends meet with the with his shop and, and with father away not being able to make the shoes. I don't know what's going to happen. You said shoes. Yes. So no one is making shoes. That's correct. Yes. The, well, the collar shop is closed with him in prison. I will definitely be able to help with that. Definitely. How? 
some people owe me some favors. Five hundred guineas worth of favors? We're not going to sell that many shoes in five years, ten years. I don't know where we're going to get this kind of money. You're not worried. Easy for you to say. But I will need to find Cyril. He's dead to me. Don't speak to me of him again. Go ahead and make a charm. Oh. I'm just going to do basic charm here because he's out of sorts. He's not even thinking using magic at this point. Well, maybe he doesn't even need to. 19. Okay, so at this point you can pretty much say anything and she's willing to listen. All right. He says, forgive me, but I must. You say Cyril is dead to you. At a moment like this, you know that my Aunt Ivy would have done anything to keep my family together. But she so, didn't. That was a beyond her control, but since then, she has done her best. So in order for you to restore everything to your family, Cyril must be a part of this. I need to know everything about where Cyril has run off to. Because with family helping, that has much more leverage than just myself. Johnny, go ahead and make me a, a single die roll. I could try to send him a message. I, all I know is that he's at an estate on the river. And that's all I know. With some lord, he says that the service that he'll provide will, will bring our family great esteem, but he refuses to talk to me about it. Does he know about your parents? I told him. And he said that that was of no consequence. But they're sitting in prison right now, and I don't know what to do. Estate on the river. I'll begin my search there. Alright, but how are we going to raise the money? Be at your shop at dusk. There will be a package waiting for you. Alright, I guess I have to trust you. And And at this point we're going to go ahead and call it a week. So thank you very much for listening to this episode of Bone Throwers Theater. We will see you next time. Thank you for listening to Bone Throwers Theater. Our cast is Aaron, Jeff, Jeremy, Johnny, Mike, and Jordan. We are releasing this podcast under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, 3.0, unported license. That means that you can share the podcast, but please do not modify it or try to gain financially from it. If you would like to visit our website, you can do so at bonethrowerstheater.com. If you would like to send us an email, you can do so at bonethrowerstheater at gmail.com. Our Twitter handle is at bonethrowerstheater. And also you can look us up on Facebook and Google+. And until next time, may the bones fall ever in your favor. This has been a Nerd Circle podcast production. <laughs>